Hello everyone, welcome to Chasing the Light. It's so great to be back with you again this week after a little week off last week. Um, we had about 10 inches of snow come through, not all at once, but throughout last week and the boys were off school and you know, I kind of got behind on doing some other things that I wanted to take care of. So I'm just happy to be here with you today and be able to hop on and kind of get a little update in terms of my vision and what's going on in, in our life as the Rambo family. So as I said, last week, the boys were off school all week. We actually went to a place called Urban Air in Frederick, Maryland, and it was our first time ever going there. And I really struggled with the lighting when we entered the facility. Um, there was just a lot of bright and flashing lights all over the place, and, and then some parts of it were really dim and dark. And um, I really just could not see very well in that um, particular space. So it kind of, it was a little bit frustrating because I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm noticing all of these different vision changes um, because of my clinical trial and my visions improving in terms of navigating and my upper and lower fields and clarity and detail and all these things that I've been talking about throughout the podcast journal since my surgery in September. However, I am still struggling in those different kinds of lighting and transitioning from outside to inside. And on that particular day, it was kind of bright outside because of the snow that we had just had. And, um, you know, there were windows and stuff also all through the facility. So my eyes were just kind of drawn to those flashing lights and then also to the windows. So I never even ended up getting transitioned with my vision in that place. Um, but we made the best of it. I did um, kind of decide not to do like the zip line that there was that was there or the high ropes course because I was just a little bit nervous with not being able to adjust very well to the lighting there so I did um, just watch Zach and the boys do that which I, I don't like doing that kind of stuff like just sitting there and, and watching but I just didn't feel really comfortable um, just with how my vision was that particular day so it was good the boys loved it and they had a good time and you know we had planned on doing that on Martin Luther King Junior Day because we already knew they were going to be off school so that was like something fun that we had planned on doing doing um but we didn't plan on them being off all last week and you know I had a couple other projects and things that I was um hoping to get done last week and they kind of got pushed back to this week and I like I said I'm just happy to have made it here I, I had a lot of meetings over the last couple weeks um so that has also been occupying my time and I really just didn't even know if I was going to be able to do an entry this week either and um my husband told me you better get on your your podcast you know you got to get on there and get something done I'm like okay so this week I've kind of been um full throttle into vision walk planning 
mode. Um, we had a vision walk planning committee meeting earlier this week and started kind of um, discussing the details and everything for our Baltimore vision walk in June. And so I just started running with some things, um, started, you know, sending some emails out, reaching out to some resource table hosts that we had from um, other nonprofit organizations last year and a couple new ones as well. And just kind of putting, putting the vision walk on the radar because, you know, yeah, it's January and the vision walk's not until June, but June comes very quickly and people's calendars fill up. So it's best to get those asks in early so that we can um, hopefully have some, some nice resource tables set up for the participants of the vision walk. So... I just want to share, like, when, when I say vision walk, like, anyone who has followed my story for any length of time, you know, has heard about the vision walk and has heard about our team Jeepers Creepers. But I kind of wanted to give a background to why we started walking in the vision walk and why we chose Baltimore as our place to do our vision walk. So if if you've read my vision story, you may have seen that, you know, I was diagnosed with the um, disease of the retina when I was eight weeks old and had glasses by 10 weeks old. But I wanted to kind of share about, you know, my experience with pediatric ophthalmologist and how I got linked to Baltimore um, when I was eight weeks old and and you know, leading up to that my grandfather had noticed that I was my eyes were very drawn to to like um above light or nearby light uh when when you know someone was holding me as an infant or a newborn and he just had this feeling that I couldn't see so he, you know I had an upcoming I think it was like a two two month appointment six or um, six week or eight week, two month, whatever you want to call it, um, appointment with the pediatrician. And he said, he, you know, he encouraged my parents to mention that to the pediatrician and the pediatrician noticed it as well. And he called a pediatric ophthalmologist in Catonsville, Maryland, near Baltimore, and, you know, got me in there within the next week. And sure enough, you know, my pup-up's intuition was correct, and I did have a, a vision disease. Um, and they didn't know if there was anything else going on with me at the time. They just knew that there was something going on with my vision. So I went down to Catonsville, Maryland, and met with the doctor down there as a baby. And I got fitted for glasses and had the glasses by 10 weeks old and was kind of referred to go do some CAT scans and MRIs and, you know, some other things um, throughout that first year of my life just to rule out any other types of diseases um, or anything causing a significant um, vision loss along with uh, the disease of the retina. So I started going to Catonsville, Maryland and did that for the first 18 years of my life um, as a pediatric patient. Um, once a year I would go down and have my vision assessed and everything and didn't learn too much. I, I, I was referred for some second opinions along the way, as I discussed previously and other podcast journal entries. And um, so when we found the foundation 
in 2013 and we were kind of scrolling and browsing some events that they had and we found the vision walk and we were kind of looking to see where the vision walk was in the country i mean because it's not everywhere it's just um really around major cities within the country and we found one in Baltimore and we're like, oh my goodness, like we, we have to do the Baltimore Vision Walk. Like, yes, it's an hour away from us, but this is the one that, that we have to do <laughs> because, you know, that's where my vision journey really began at eight weeks old was in Catonsville, Maryland. And, you know, my husband's from a suburb of Baltimore and we're both like diehard Ravens fans and um, we just we just like knew right away that we wanted to do the Baltimore Vision Walk. So that is kind of how we first got connected with um, the Baltimore Vision Walk and the Baltimore chapter of the Foundation Fighting Blindness. And we did our first Vision Walk in 2014. You know, we got connected with the Foundation in 2013, um, found the Vision Walk, and we formed a team um, for the 2014 Vision Walk, which I can't even believe it, but it was the seventh annual Vision Walk, and now we're at the 17th annual Vision Walk. So this will be our Team Jeepers Creepers 11th um, year doing this event. So it's it's amazing. But when we started out as Team Jeepers Creepers, we picked it as we picked the name because my husband loved jeeps and my my father-in-law loved jeeps and that was kind of the basis of it and kind of the theme of our t-shirts um each year following that we always had a jeep on it um but really we were thinking jeepers creepers where'd you get those peepers from that one song i can't remember what it was and we've since changed that to jeepers creepers fighting for your peepers um, because that's what we feel like we're doing every time we go and, you know, we're raising funds and raising awareness about blindness and about foundation fighting blindness organization. Like we feel like we're fighting for, you know, more than just my peepers, more than just my eyes. We're out there trying to make a difference for um, all those individuals who are affected by inherited retinal diseases. So that's kind of how the name came about, Team Jeepers Creepers. Um, and in the beginning, our first vision walk was, they were still having the vision walk at the Inner Harbor in Baltimore. Um, and I just remember that first vision walk. It was so, so special because it was the first time I had ever been um, surrounded by other individuals who were blind or visually impaired, um, as I had grown up in a very rural area and, um, you know, was pretty much the only one going through the school that had a visual impairment, um, and in my grade and all of that, because I was in a very, very small school and small school district, and so I had never participated in that type of um, blindness awareness event or anything prior to that first vision walk. And I just remember going down there. It was such a beautiful morning. It was um, our first team was was just Zach and I, our boys, um, Jackson, our youngest. He wasn't even a year old yet. And Lucas, I guess he wasn't even three at the time. Um, yeah, he was still two. And Jackson wasn't walking or anything. We were carrying him or pushing him in the stroller the whole time. 
And then we had um, my mom-in-law, my dad-in-law, and then my sister-in-law. And that that is what our little team, Jeepers Creepers, started out with. And it was so much fun. I remember hearing um, one of the speakers who was personally affected um, by RP. She was up there talking and sharing her story. And I just remember feeling so moved, like just filling up with tears. It was so special because I had never heard someone else talk so openly about their vision condition before and um just the things that she was saying I could relate to it and I'd never been able to relate to anyone prior to that first vision walk um so I just my whole perspective of my vision condition um shifted dramatically you know because of vision walk because of the foundation fighting blindness i mean there's been other components along the way since then but that was the big moment that i went from being hopeless to finding hope that someday there may be something available to help improve my vision and many other others who were impacted by visual impairments and um you know, to think that that was 10, 11 years ago, and now I'm sitting here and <laughs> have had one of those um, treatments that we were, you know, all dreaming of back then when that speaker was talking and when the researchers were talking, like there was, there wasn't a whole lot going on um, in terms of putting treatment medicine in um, retinas back then like there there was a lot of research being done obviously um, a lot of hard work a lot of testing on animals and and those types of things but there you know there wasn't a whole lot being done um, and there still isn't a ton that are getting improved to be put in that in patients eyes and everything but there's a lot more happening now and we're kind of seeing um, the benefits of all that hard work um, you know, the decades before we're, we're seeing it now as there are becoming more clinical trials available to patients. So it's amazing just to think back to that first vision walk and to think each year we have grown our team Jeepers Creepers, um, you know, just a little bit at a time. More family has joined, friends have joined, um, and to look back through the pictures of Team Jeepers Creepers from Vision Walk to Vision Walk and to see how my children have grown. Like, it's it's amazing um, to see little Jackson who was being carried around. Now he's running around and kind of helping his little cousin and, um, you know, like, our friend's little toddler and stuff. And I just think about my little boys running around the Vision Walk and now we have um, you know, little nephew and little friends running around and our boys are, are there with them and grown. And um, I just hope that it continues to be a tradition that our family keeps um, each year, no matter what, because I just feel like it could be something so beautiful to look back on. It already is. Um, and just, it's, it's just the biggest thing that I wish for with the Vision Walk is that more people find it. Um, that's kind of the reason why, like I, when I had an opportunity to join the planning committee, 
you know, I really wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to be a part of reaching out to the community and spreading the word about this event because it just, it changed my life. It brought so much hope into my life. Um, and just the fact of being surrounded by others who were personally impacted by blindness or visually impaired visual impairments it was just such a special feeling and something that you know I hold so dearly to my heart and it makes me so passionate about advocating and spreading awareness for blindness and spreading the word about the foundation fighting blindness because you know here this organization has existed for over 50 years but I've only known about it for the last 10 years um and you know it is special it is special to what my it specializes in what my vision condition is the inherited retinal diseases and I'm just now you know finding it within the last decade so if I can help others who are newly diagnosed or um just someone who wants to feel a part of something and not feel so isolated as I did up until I was, you know, 24 or whatever, you know, I, I want to be a part of helping those individuals get connected with something like the vision walk. Um, you know, that's, I, I reach out to these organizations, these other nonprofit organizations so that their services can be displayed at the vision walk for those who attend um, just so that you can see how many people are out there you know providing these free services to you um, like you know help with certain trainings help with getting finding employment um, you know guide dog services it's, it's just so much is available out there that I just feel like people don't know about and if you're newly diagnosed with a vision impairment then you certainly you know probably hadn't had experience with these types of organizations you you don't you don't know they're there until you know you need them and you go searching for them but the vision walk we're trying to you know make it like it all in one thing where you can just come and be a part of an awesome fundraiser which is you know driving that research for these clinical trials so that we can learn more and hopefully help more people um so you're being a part of an awesome fundraiser you're being a part of an event where you can be surrounded by other people who are affected um you're getting exposure to resources um that are available out there and those resources are linked to other resources. So it's just like one big community. And then you get to go enjoy a nice three-mile walk with your family and friends, whoever you may bring along to be, you know, on your team or, you know, maybe you want to join a team or whatever. And in the midst of that, you get to hear about all the cool current research that's going on. And, um, you know, and then you hopefully walk away having this wonderful experience um, and doing the vision walk. So it's it's amazing. That's why I joined the planning committee. Um, you know, I I've never been one that enjoys like asking for financial support but I I personally understand like what it does right like I have joined the vision walk I remember the first time I heard about the clinical research being done so it made me want to ask for this support on behalf of the foundation fighting blindness and now I have personally benefited from 
the funding that we've we have raised like you know not directly but you know we've we've raised this our team has raised these funds over the last you know decade and we are a small small part of what is funding these clinical trials so it's just amazing to see it all come around full circle and as much as i hoped one day i'd be able to benefit um it's it's just amazing to be able to sit here and say that i do like <laughs> i i have seen the whole thing and i believe in it it has made me believe in the mission of the foundation so much more um and I don't, I don't know how I could have ever believed in it anymore because I was already so passionate and advocating and trying to spread awareness for it for so long. Um, so it's just, it's really neat. Um, if if you're someone who's listening and you're personally affected by blindness or visual impairment or an inherited retinal disease like I strongly encourage you to participate in a vision walk if there's one near you of course we're always welcoming to anyone who wants to participate in the Baltimore vision walk um there's one in Washington DC and there's you know different ones spread throughout the country so it's is something that is so special to our family um and definitely something I would recommend for individuals to get out there and be a part of a community. Um, many other organizations who support the blind and visually impaired community, they have different types of events and everything. So a lot of that stuff can be found on social media, um, just, you know, under events or LinkedIn, whatever, whatever type of social media you may use, you can find out more about those types of fundraiser events. But um, yeah, so that's kind of where we are. That's kind of like our history as Team Jeepers Creepers. Um, as I said, last year, our team held a local event, Bowling Over Blindness. However, this year we are not doing Bowling Over Blindness. I just did not have the time to, you know, plan that and get the community involved because it, it, it really took up a lot of my time last year, um, a lot of my extra time. And I didn't have a lot of extra time this year because of all the traveling back and forth between Philadelphia for my clinical trial and recovering and my part-time job with George Mason. And um, our boys' sports schedules were crazy. And as, as much fun and as much benefit, I think, Bowling Over Blindness made to our community and, you know, to spread awareness about the foundation within our local community, it just, it, I just had a feeling it wasn't going to happen this year once I found out I was in my clinical trial. But we are doing something local on the home front this year, and I haven't shared anything about it yet on social media, but I'm, I plan to. Um, we are doing a Chipotle Spirit Night for Sight on March 23rd at the um, new Chipotle in North Winchester, Virginia, which is very close to our home. And it's just a way to kind of spread awareness again and raise some funds for the foundation fighting blindness chipotle will donate 33 percent of the profits um earned on that night 
to the Foundation Fighting Blindness, which will go towards supporting uh, these clinical research trials and um, further drive this mission and hopefully uh, put some more treatments in the eyes of the people who, you know, truly need to have those beneficial um, surgeries and treatments and things available to them. So that is where we are in terms of vision walk. I'll be talking about it here and there as we are moving forward. We have the kickoff event coming up um, also in Baltimore, and that is on April 21st. And um, my planning committee team members kindly asked if I would be able to speak this year at the event to kind of share my experience with you know my vision story and then you know actually participating in a clinical trial and you know as nervous as I already am about that <laughs> I did I I you know I feel very honored and privileged that they asked and of course I will do that and share you know I've been sharing my journey very openly with everyone um, but I will say this will be the first time that I I ever speak in front of people in the same place as me about my vision story and about the clinical trial. Um, I obviously I share about it on my podcast journal. I have wrote about these things throughout my life and um, I've talked about them in like as a guest speaker on virtual platforms like in different classes and just different meetings like that, but never stood in front of a crowd and spoke about my vision. So that is going to be um, a, a new uh, task that I will achieve. And hopefully fear doesn't get the best of me. I, I don't, I, I don't think it will. I think my faith will um, overcome that fear as it usually does. Um, so that's something that is kind of on my radar as well. And yeah, so that's, we're up to date on, you know, what's kind of new. I've been working a lot this week on vision walk stuff on the things that I can do um, from a distance. And, um, you know, if anyone ever has any questions about how to get connected with a vision walk or with a chapter near you, please don't hesitate to reach out. I can definitely kind of um, get you some information or get you connected to whoever you may need connected with from the foundation. Um, and, you know, the, the, the more we spread the word about these types of events or about organizations like the Foundation Fighting Blindness, um, the more it gets to the right people who will benefit from it. Um, that's why I just, I think it's so important just to keep advocating and sharing. Anyone that's been following my story for any length of time is probably so tired of hearing about the Foundation Fighting Blindness and, you know, how wonderful it is. But I won't stop talking about it because um, it, it was a big part of changing my life. And it is the reason why I am sitting here today having this treatment, you know, medicine in my eye and, and it's making a difference in my life. So um, I won't stop talking about it and I won't stop talking about how wonderful the vision walk is because um, it's so special to our family, just all of us being together and 
being surrounded by my family and friends as we walk it it's just um feelings that i i can't explain um just overwhelmed with gratitude every year and um just so so grateful for the support now that we're getting in our local community um you know i've i've made many requests for local sponsorship um for these events and you know to see people who aren't even in Baltimore supporting Jeepers Creepers it's really it's really special and I think we finally have the foundation fighting blindness on the radar um within our local community so that's awesome uh something that has been in the works I've been working on that for many years and I think it's finally happening um man wouldn't it be awesome if we had a vision walk in our local community one day like that would be so awesome but in order to do that we've got to get generate a lot of support around this area um, but until then we're going to keep doing our Baltimore vision walk and still walking as our team Jeepers Creepers and hopefully growing that team from year to year as well but I really appreciate you all listening in this week um I hope to be back next week to kind of share about another project I've been working on. Um, But until then, I hope you all have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for listening in. Have a great day.